0: You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast Family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.
1: You're listening to The Mando Show, a podcast and review of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars. This week we look at the first three episodes of Season 2 of The Bad Batch, Spoils of War, Ruins of War, and The Solitary Clone.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to the Mando Show, and uh, it's been a minute. Happy New Year. Hope everybody had a happy holidays. Um, We have finally been able to get all back together, too. We had good holidays here from this uh, covert of four. We all uh, had uh, good times with our family, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Good. And we hope uh, you did, too. Yep. And we are back with some fresh new Star Wars, some Bad Batch Season 2. And I'm saying now, like we predicted at the end of Season 1, Season 2 is going to be better. And I believe it's definitely gotten better. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to make the introductions here. And then we'll get started talking about Bad Batch Season 2, the first three episodes. So to the right of me. Rudy Alvarado Star Wars fan and podcaster uh across the table from me uh
3: this is Joe Star Wars fan fellow podcaster and unapologetic Star Wars fan because I forget that part
2: apparently <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm so apologize I'm, I'm un <laughs> apologize for being unap- for getting unapologetic. yeah okay anyways and uh to the left of me
1: Chad the resident Mandalorian
2: hi Chad hello everybody how you doing? Wonderful. Good. Glad to see you here. All right. And I am uh, Derek Alvarado, father of two tattoo artists and Star Wars fan for life. And happy that Bad Batch is kicking it into high gear. I had a feeling since uh, when we saw the trailer that it was going to get better. So we got three episodes we're going to cover today. Uh, like uh, Chad said already, we have the spoils of war, ruins of war. Uh, sorry. Let's Let's try that again. First episode is Spoils of War. The second episode is Ruins of War, and the third episode is the Solitary Clone, starring D. Bradley Baker and D. Bradley Baker,
3: mm-hmm. D. Bradley Baker.
0: Well, and the more in there comes the
3: chick that plays uh, newcomer
2: D. Bradley Baker, <laughs> <laughs> and what's her name that plays uh, Omega? Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call her Omega though. Omega. No, I can't say Omega. It's Omega. I have to. I correct myself like three times before I get the name out straight. <laughs> so. Alright, so, uh, Spoils of War. Let's start with that. Uh, we get to see very quickly what we saw in the trailer. Um, the gang is on a heist, and the gang is getting chased by giant crabs. So, we're kicking it off immediately with some action.
3: Yeah, this was the clip we saw at uh, Star Wars Celebration in the Bad Batch panel. and. Right off the bat, I was like, yeah, a lot more action, a lot more color. Mm-hmm. Animation, like we, we say, just keeps, in Disney words, plusing. So,
2: a lot of fun. Can you say that one again, that word again? Pussing. Oh, okay. Thank you. Just making sure I heard you right. <laughs> Sounded like you said, pussing. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, that's later. Uh, oh. What? That's oh. gross. I don't know. Wow. Anyway, so um, we don't even get to see what the MacGuffin is that they're chasing down or bringing back. Uh, We see some very big crab-like people that are, or things, people, alien crabs, just big crabs. Who knows? Well, they're all working together in conjunction to protect whatever it is that the guys are stealing. A colony of crab? Maybe is that what they're called? We'll go with that. I don't know. Could be just an alien race that look like crabs, which is what I think (laughs) they were. Just crabs on the beach, just. That they're
0: big. Well, according they to Wikipedia, enormous. According to Wikipedia, they are called crab creatures.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. So anyway, um, we get to see that uh, Omega has upped her game a little bit too. She's uh, more comfortable in her role, and and uh, it seems like the everybody but uh, oh wow, I'm forgetting names. The main guy. Hunter, Hunter, thank you. Jeez. And speaking
3: of forgetting nice. names, for people that are listening, Omega is Michelle Ang. Like, I know I'm getting
2: yelled at. <laughs> okay. Part two listeners. But we have we have Hunter, we have Tech, we have Wrecker, we have uh, Fives. Is that which? No, wait. Which one? Which one? Echo. Is Echo. 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 That's right. That's Echo. So we got those four and Omega. That's the entirety of the group, and then the uh, the one outcast we get reminded of later on mm-hmm. in episode three. So um, but anyways, Omega is uh, or the, the other guys seem to be pretty comfortable with Omega being able to handle herself, uh, except for Hunter. Hunter still got the, the dad vibe going. He's a little worried about her, but, uh, you know, we get a little bit of comedy sprinkled in right at the beginning, too, and we get to see some action. She can use her bow very, very well now. And, uh, you know, they pull off the heist with their typical comedic, a little bit of action going on and head back and we get into the main thrust of the episode here. They get uh, told that there's Dooku's war chest. Mm-hmm. So we're mining a little bit into some backstory of Star Wars, which, you know, I think we all like when we get some of that stuff, you know, uh, a little bit of the old with the new, especially coming off Tales of the Jedi mm-hmm. recently. So, yep, yep. And uh, so the setup for this one is, uh, hey, you guys, if you pull this off, you guys can go hide. You don't have to do heists anymore. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. And I do believe the one character that dropped that little piece of information off was played by someone, um, Wanda Wanda Sykes, Wanda Sykes yeah. playing that character. She yeah. has a very distinct voice. Yeah. Um, so I feel like she's going to be someone that's going to show up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they have people with... Uh, her history, yep. Show up in Star Wars and not going to be a recurring character of some type. This is the first time we've seen that character, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and the character is Fee Genoa. Okay. Well, they didn't. They didn't. Oh, she did say Fee before. Uh, well, after she left. Yep. Yep. That's right. But we didn't get an actual introduction. She just dropped that name when she was dropping. When uh, hit on tech a little bit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. Mm-hmm. That that was funny. Yep. Um, And Hunter's against the plan. He doesn't want to do it. Doesn't think they need to. Everybody else wants to. And as we come to find out, they all have their separate motivations for it. But he gets outvoted. I didn't realize they were in a democracy. Did, did you guys know? Nope. Did you get the memo? Nope. Clearly, he didn't either, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hunter didn't either, yeah. Which I think,
3: I, I noticed that right away. I'm like, oh, that's strange. But kind of like seeing where we're at, that might be a... a Continuing theme throughout the season, it could be I think
2: that they're all chiming in and, and voicing their.
3: Well, game. in the later episode, you know, well, I'll, I'll, we'll just jump because everybody that listens to us have seen the show, but we'll jump to episode three where Cody is talking to Crosshair towards the end and is like, one thing that's different than us is we can make our own decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think you know.
0: Well, I think I think the other the other important part of it is it showing how they're removing the structure of what they were used to you know what i mean they were used to him being in command and that was it and so as they progress and now they're more of even more brothers so they don't have to always just follow orders like good Mm -hmm. you know good soldiers follow orders it's been repeated again in this season already yeah and every time you hear that's what i think about what happened with wrecker and all the things and how it's uh, the fight of like you're following orders or do you choose not to so it's like a little little touch on on that in this first episode Echo's talking to Hunter about the
3: dangers of having Omega
0: around so
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it plays into the episode and I think it played out very well it was it was good to see that whole. well because the first two are tied so yeah
2: so uh, Hunter gets outvoted they go after the uh, Dooku's war chest which we come to find out is a lot of stuff <laughs> when they get down to Dooku's yeah. home planet um, we got, we've seen these cargo ships before these, these freight haulers, and, uh, apparently they, they each carry 50, uh, shipment crates that all have a ridiculous amount of wealth in it. So their goal is to go and snag some of it, but as they arrive, they're already getting, uh, taken by the empire. And this is where we start seeing some of the, um, mix of some new stormtroopers because every once in a while you hear a stormtrooper voice that is not one of the clones it's definitely somebody else's voice um but the clone troopers are seems to be if there's someone uh whoever's in charge it seems to be a clone trooper uh so far every time except for when it's someone in a suit Mm -hmm. um but any boots on the ground commander stuff is is definitely a clone trooper so far still Um, And for me, you know, after seeing these last few episodes, I was thinking this is the kind of Imperial interaction stuff that I would have liked to have seen in Andor. I thought we were going to get that kind of stuff then. Um, But we see we're getting more hints of what the Empire is doing or, or sites of what the Empire is doing in these three episodes. It almost is the same amount I feel that we got to see in the entirety of Andor. Like we, they wrapped it up so much better and, and more concisely. I was really impressed with, with how they were laying out the storylines for this so far. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, the,
0: the difference between this one and what it was going on and, Andor, and, they're trying to layer it a little bit more, make it more cloak and daggery. This was just straight up. Like, this is how we do this. This is what you're supposed to do. And then it was a lot more, yeah, a lot less muddled, and a lot more clear and to the point. Yeah. Well, it is a second season, though. Yeah, no, but yeah. I get that. But the, but the thing is, is like you have in three episodes uh, a quicker way of telling a narrative, and that's one. That was my one criticism. One of the crit- criticism I had of Andor is that the narrative, the the narrative, they took too long trying to develop it. Like here, this is a little bit more up in most people's alley. I think is that it, it's to the point. Like you get it. This is what it is. And if you get it good, if not, you can back it up and watch it again kind of thing. Instead of continuing to expound yeah. on it. You know.
3: Kind of like the difference, uh, the difference of like a YA novel and a novel novel, in a way. Yeah. So, get to the goods.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, anyway, um, they do either proceed on the heist and things don't go smoothly as they uh, are want not to when you're trying to steal things, apparently, from the Empire. <laughs> um, they get separated. Hunter and Wrecker end up outside the container ship, um, while the other three, Tech, uh, Echo and Omega, end up stuck inside the container ship because they notice that something is off. I think one of the, the commander was like, get this ship out of here. You know, like, go now. He, he I don't, what, what was it that, that clued him in? He saw something?
3: He, he pretty much hit the panic button and did the, the early takeoff. Right. Uh, yeah, once, no, once I know. They, but I think they there's
0: uh, uh Didn't ahead. they find a didn't they find one of the clones that that they zapped going in? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think they found him and they're like, oh, "Uh-oh. No, he didn't respond." He wasn't
2: responding. Oh, he was not that responding. Energy. That's what it was. Yeah. And then he's like, "Uh-oh, we got to go." dk
3: 421 why don't you your your post. Basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Wrecker had to stun one of them, and yeah. that was another interesting thing too. They were sticking to their "not going to kill anybody" mm-hmm. thing, uh, they and they were, continue. Yeah, they were stunning everybody that they ended up having to get in a firefight with. And I
3: know it's an animated. I love animated, but I don't like. <laughs> I get annoyed with the stun. They're getting shot at. Yeah, and they're stunning. Then later on, they're stu- Hunter stunning while Wrecker makes a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> so and they're crashing
2: ships into the clones. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, no, I, I get that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I was going to address that in a minute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, this episode, it, it wraps, it starts wrapping up pretty quickly here because obviously the, the stuns start flying. Um, they did set up a, uh, some distractions and that mm-hmm. got blown up. And then, you know, the, the action, the action starts pretty quick. I mean, it's, it started with action and pretty much ends on action, uh, the ship takes off. The three are stuck inside. Um, you know, there's a there's a running gun battle throughout the uh, cargo ship now as they're trying to figure out how they're going to get out of there, how they're going to get any of the uh, war chest, which kept getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> um, out of there. And uh, they were about to take the escape pods and whoever was in charge of the cargo ship pretty smart mm-hmm. said nope we're not gonna let them out we're, we're ejecting the escape pod so those were gone and then omega came up with the bright idea mm-hmm. of these are containers have thrusters uh, thrusters on them yep so if we just eject we should land just fine hey good kid smart and uh, so they proceed to trigger all the containers getting which was pretty cool to see all yeah. these containers <laughs> yep. come just flying off that cargo ship and uh, that's where the episode wraps up, pretty much, with them falling to back down to the planet because yeah. the
0: thrusters are kind of delayed.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> they, yeah they're like, "Oh, we're going to crash," and I'm like, "Oh boy." Yeah, they don't kick in right away. They kick in when they when they sense that they're getting to a certain point close to the planet <laughs> at an accelerated rate. So, um, and of course, when I mean going all Star Wars,
3: one of my favorite quotes was Han Solo never tell me the odds, and you got Tech every three times an episode always
0: tell the odds. So. Yeah, always. Yeah, love it. Yep. Even when they're gonna open up the thing it's like, well, if I'm in, if I'm wrong, we'll instantly get pulled in and die. But I'm hardly ever wrong. Yeah. He opens it up, you're like, oh, okay, thanks, Tech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulate yourself before you actually do. Exactly, it it exactly. That yeah. was great. That they, those interactions, I love. And, and oh man, that, that's what one, I'm glad that. I think he's my favorite. I, I, it
3: changes really, but I like Tech the most. I like I,
0: I'm leading towards Tech right now. I really am because of that kind of dry his. While being so intelligent, misses like, like getting hit on by, by like, no clues, like, well, you know, the brown eyes. And I'm like, oh, dude. And it's just <laughs> funny because he's so awkward, but he fits
2: so perfectly yeah. in what's going on. Well, I just find him to, his, his deadpan matter of factness to everything is, is endearing. So, yep. he doesn't fool around with extraneous words, just really big words. So, but anyway, so, uh, that's how episode one ends they're they're falling down the planet the three of them and uh yeah and episode one um i enjoyed watching that there was a lot of action in it which was the one thing i was complaining about the last star wars series that came out with andor uh very lacking in in action and this had plenty of it so as far as what i like getting out of star wars i was i was happy with it i thought the storyline i mean granted getting going after riches has been or money of some sort has kind of been their their storyline from the beginning so um i would be happy once they move away from that part of it and that's why i was
3: hoping they'd succeed so like all right they don't have to do jobs anymore they could just focus on you know joining Rex and doing whatever they're doing with the rebellion mm-hmm. and that's a
0: well well, I think that is coming because they're laying the groundwork I mean the interaction between Hunter and Sid was very cool um, I was going to mention earlier how he's like no we're just you know we're free we're already free and she's like you really think you are <laughs> that little bit right there I'm like here we go like they're already going into the whole thing about the Empire and how they're going to come looking and, and you're never going to be free and what are you going to do so definitely and then that's kind of the underline the another underline is we gotta do more for the people, and that's in there, yeah
2: okay um, Chad, how' do you feel about the first episode?
1: Um it was better than than the last bad batch. The only re- reason that I was just kind of met on it is um I'm kind of sick of the treasure hunting mm-hmm. like i'm ready I'm ready for it to be more involved in the star Wars storyline and just less of the, these outlier only bad batch stories. Yeah,
2: that's fair. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yep. All right. So uh, good start, I think anyways, to season two and uh, you know, not, not anything too surprising, but definitely kept the the story upbeat and the action going. And uh, at least I felt kind of pulled you in pretty quickly with stuff going on, so into uh, chapter two or episode two, the ruins of war, of course, starts out with you know the three falling, plummeting to the planet, and uh, you know they seem to be a little bit of concern as to whether they're going to jet thrusters are going to kick in or not, but they do, and uh, they they do land a little bit on the hard side, and of course they land on a cliff, so that was a little bit of a. You know of course they land on it <laughs> of course they're going to be hanging off of that that was a little bit of a trope that we've i've seen in so many things um and then they end up tipping it and fall some more but their line of we haven't landed yet is still yeah is mm-hmm. was pretty funny <laughs> to to hear a few times um in the meantime we have a uh, hunter and wrecker still running running and gunning and uh they did find their way out of Dooku's palace and are now uh, hiding in the ruins of the city, which we see... Which I didn't mention we saw the... Uh, mm-hmm. They showed the aftermath of a imperial bombardment on the city in the uh, episode one. And so now they're going to go and try and make their escape through the ruins of said city. Um, while the uh, three are scrambling their way out of the container and they're telling Omega's trying to uh, make sure that they bring back some of that war chest and you know Tech and Echo are more concerned with survival and they tell her to leave it and they you know they climb up out of there uh, only to find themselves being spied on by one of the local survivors Mm -hmm. Uh, an older guy I don't remember what his name was do you guys remember no
3: No sure. but he sounded Very familiar And somebody posted Who the voice is Tony Shalhoub Right No No It was the guy That was the um, That ran the hotel In Pretty Woman uh, And he oh, was the last, no. man. Um, last, uh, last Man Standing With Tim Allen Yeah oh. yeah yeah Hold on So Yeah He did the voice Of that oh, okay that Oh they're logo. both
0: Really closer to that. That's yeah. why yeah. I was like, like Is that Tony Shalhoub That's gotta be is, But they sound he yeah, sounded yeah.
3: similar Yeah I'm like I know that guy
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The character is Romar. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. I'm
2: trying to find him. So uh, they basically force him. You know, they don't leave him much of a choice as to whether they uh, take the the three of them to uh, safety. Because Tech is hurt. Yep, Mm -hmm. Tech got hurt on the way out. Mm -hmm. His leg is busted or something. He got fractured. Yeah, he got
0: got dropped on. He even makes a comment. Like X amount of pressure fell on my leg. So like I can't walk basically. It's broken.
2: It's No, fractured. Fractured. Not broken. Fractured. Thank you. There's a difference between a break and a a fracture. Yeah. So um, there's uh, some conversation that ends up happening uh, inside the uh, guy's little abode. Um, talking about Duku, talking about how just because he happened to be the ruler of the planet didn't mean that everybody supported him. Uh, they they were trying to live. They were everything was taken from them too. It's not, you know. And now the empires are taking taking more again, and they just they just want to be left alone, just to to live and be left alone. So, and um, yeah, you know, it was interesting to see that aspect of. Just a further background, you know, I, it I, it makes me wonder if this is something that they came up with a long time ago. You know, when people are world building, they they throw out a lot of background stuff just to have there. And it, it makes me wonder if they had this planet planned out and what the repercussions of it would have been a long time ago. Or was it something that they just came up with
3: yeah. now?
2: And he wanted no part of
3: the treasure. Like yeah. They even asked him, why don't you go after you? it's cursed, basically. Yeah, you know?
2: he didn't just wanted all of that history to go away. Though at the same time, he's trying to preserve the history of the planet. You know, it would, and, and uh, his little comment to um, Tech about how they were there before the Separatist War started, you know, makes me that's what made me wonder. I was like, I wonder if the, the history of this was written before they did the show. I mean, you know, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter in the long run, but just as far as creating stories and stuff like that, just, that's the kind of stuff I wonder about sometimes. Anyway, um, in the meantime, Hunter and uh, Wrecker are trying to make their way through the uh, war-torn or bombed- bombed-out city. Uh, they do get spotted but just in time record does make a bazooka. Like you guys were just mentioning what I did notice with that bazooka though, was that he was not blowing up any of the guys He was shooting near them. He was making them run for cover. And then Hunter was stunning them all as they're getting crushed by rock and debris. <laughs> well, some of it, not all of it. I, I was, it was making me laugh that there were certain times where it was okay to apparently kill somebody that was in a, in a ship. Um, you know and that goes into the when they fired at the ships that came to crashing down when you know any if they were in a mechanized thing it was like well we can't stun you sorry so you're gonna have to die um which was making me laugh because everybody else every other stormtrooper that came out they stunned them stun 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 stun, stun <laughs> even though they were getting shot at so i mean uh in the long run in the long run they're not taking out any troops but they are facilitating their escape without hurting anybody which is what they wanted to do since season one you know they didn't want to kill any more of their brothers so um, I get it yeah I was okay with it like I under, I, I, get the, the thought process that they're sticking to I mean that'll probably change later on once they realize that there aren't any clones left in, in stormtrooper yeah. outfits and then they'll probably just stop with that policy because
1: <laughs> I, I, I get it too but you, you shoot at me you're shot <laughs> I wonder if that'll come up in an episode later this season where they meet Rex, and he's like, "There's no one left." All okay, right. flip off, stun, boys.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you,
1: oh yeah, it can, it right. Kill, kill!
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> was that supposed to be Wrecker? It was supposed to be. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I it, was, I got it, it was a it was a quick impression.
3: <laughs> no time to prepare. Okay,
2: just checking. All right, so um, but yeah, that bazooka came in handy. And uh, it helped them make their way out. But the commander of the unit, the stormtroopers that were there, recognized them, knew who they were. Uh, So apparently uh, Clone Force 99, is that that what they were originally designated as? Mm -hmm. They're pretty infamous in the clone ranks. So they all seem to know and are familiar with these guys. But were expected
3: to be dead when they destroyed Kamino.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, and there's, there's more shenanigans that happen. There's some fighting. Um, I'm kind of glossing over the action stuff because it's, you know, it's action stuff. I don't think everyone wants to hear the play by play when you can (laughs) just watch it. And it's way more interesting. Um, you know, they do eventually gather back up. Uh, they make friends with the uh, old man. I, I imagine, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't think they'll be back, but who knows? Maybe you never know.
3: Yep. And then Omega goes on her own to get some of the treasure back. Mm-hmm. And we get a nice little knot. to Last Crusade when yeah. everything's tipping over and she falls down. And then, was it Echo? He's trying, is it Echo? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, Echo. Echo. And she's like, I can reach it. I'm like, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. I felt like Last Crusade. Holy grail. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Well, I know that, that played into the whole thing about I heard, you know, the whole we need to do more and, you know... I heard what you said to Hunter and da, da da da, and it was reinforcing like, no, no, we're we're good that you're here. Yeah, like you don't need to feel bad about that. We're happy. We it, made the choice. We made the choice, and it's good that you're here. And because of the choice that we made, we're on a different path now, and every, we're all cool with that. Like, don't worry about
2: it. Yeah, which is what he said to her when they were away from the planet. Yeah, he yeah. Had a, he had to talk down, talk, sit down, talk. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, sit yep. down, talk with her, and uh, let her know that there wasn't an, anything they regretted about. Mm -hmm. have saving her and her being with them so that they had made the right choice uh so that hopefully squash and there won't be any more of that storyline of her feeling guilt for some reason
0: i hope not i think i think we're we're now beginning well obviously i think the beginning of the full family now other away from uh squad and we saw that before in the season one, how they were building toward it. But now I really feel like this next notch up in this is only going to be the, the further And you know, hopefully, I mean, we have what, 16 episodes, right? I think in this one, I think it's 16. Oh, I didn't even look yeah. it up to see how many. Um, there are. I think it's 16. Um, but anyway, um, I'm hoping this is going to build for um, like coming towards the end. We're going to have a big climactic, you know, season finale type thing, you know, that this will play into.
3: Yeah, because they listed all the episodes. There's a mid there's a mid season break, which is only like a week or two break. Then it picks back up. But uh, I know certain sites have seen 14 of the episodes, and everybody said that the season does really kick it into gear. So, um,
2: the 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 end of this episode though doesn't end with their escape. This is where it starts taking a turn and uh, or a different tone I felt and I feel like we see that tone continue on through episode 3 so episode 2 ends with the uh, commander and what's that fake Callis. that's I just keep <laughs> Vice of. Admiral Rampart there you go thank you that guy mm-hmm. that's yep. our 500 first member right there mm-hmm. yep that guy Rampart Good. good job good job <laughs> Uh Rampotter's now having a discussion with the clone trooper that Wilco. was Captain Wilco. Okay, thank yeah. you. Captain Wilco. Was he someone that was he a clone trooper we've seen before?
1: I don't think so. Don't I don't think, think, so, think so, either.
2: so either. I didn't get the feeling, but you know, they're all clones, so it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to tell for sure. Unless they have something very specific. <laughs> anyway, um he's having a conversation with him on the planet now. And he says that there's a problem. He's like, are you sure you saw what you saw? He's like, I absolutely had visual confirmation of two units of Clone Force 99. And Rampart did not like that. And he basically said, well, that whole report's got to get changed. (laughs) Where Wilco turns around. And you can see, and I do, I have to say. Um, I have to give props to the animation team because you can, they are doing such a good job with uh, facial animation and you can see his face harden in resolve that he is not going to lie. He's, He's still, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to see someone being noble in their duties, even though they're working for the empire. Mm hmm. Because we know that the Empire in its core is evil. And even those that are trying to be noble end up getting kicked out as we see in a few moments when he tells Rampart he's not going to falsify any reports. And Rampart informs him that he's not going to. He Rampart himself will mm-hmm. uh, submit a new report and has a gun drawn on him <laughs> and kills him. blasts him straight off of that castle uh, wall yep and we see the body falling and to me i was like oh <laughs> that is dark yeah oh yeah that's where we're going with this okay because you always so. hear
3: you know good soldier follow follows orders and a soldier is just not a shoot them trigger fighty fighty they're also men of honor mm-hmm. so that that's a big part of being a soldier so that's why i'm you can see the you know in the next episode even
2: even more so yeah mm-hmm.
3: and going to there's a, a scene when we we're talking about it in particular on, on the episode three what you're saying about the kudos to the animating facial expressions or even just movements but
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and uh, so that's where you know episode two leaves us at and that was the first two episodes they put out uh last week that we uh got to sit and digest for a minute and see where it was going. So uh, after watching those first two episodes, Joey, what what were your uh, feelings at that point with with the season so far? It was good. Um, I, I I mean
3: there was a lot of action and stuff, but I I, I don't know. I wanted. I still feel like I, I was left there wanting more. Um, but uh, I, I'm just used to like other shows like. Well, I'm not even going to mention, but, you know, just like live action shows. But usually like the first episodes, like, you know, so cinematic and bang for your buck. Um, But no, I I mean, I'm drawn in. Uh, I'm I'm excited for the rest of the season. But I was just I don't know. I just I was felt even wanting a little bit more.
2: What do you think it was leaving like? something was left out of the episodes or were you, is it wanting more because you want to see more of the season?
3: You know what? I, I think what it is, is we're so close to Mando season three. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much taking this as uh, the waiting room for that.
1: <laughs> that that's my stuff. that has
3: nothing to do with the show. Um, and because it, it was entertaining. The action was great. Maybe seeing the, the awesome clip at the begin at celebration kind of like, Oh, I already saw this, even though that was supposed to be the big, we're back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I was there in May, but, but like I said, that's just me. I, I, I am looking forward to the season. It is, it is better so far, uh, than the first season, even though I, you know, I thought the first season actually did start off stronger during mm-hmm. order 66.
2: But well, that's, yeah, that's I know. hard to top. It's that's hard to a... talk. It's with Caleb doom <clears throat> and all, all oh, yeah. that stuff. And yeah. there's so many emotions that get thrown into that. If you're, yeah. you know, big but to me, everything,
3: that. everything was downhill after that. But everything, mm. I think, is going to go uphill on season two.
2: So, Chad, how were you feeling after watching the first two episodes? I loved the way it ended, the dark and terrible
1: Empire. It's what a—it's uh, always what I want to see more of, especially in this. I feel like we get a lot more of the Empire and the Clone series than we have in the live action series, especially with how diabolical they are. So that's what I'm always looking forward to. Okay. Udi, what about you?
0: um i'm i'm right there with with chad i enjoyed that that aspect of it the underlying um arc of you know he's gonna hide now rampart trying to hide what he did and then the other one about um what sid told hunter you know you're not gonna be able to hide you're not really free you have to fight like you're gonna have to make a difference like if you can you're gonna have to so that that those two um Subtext, uh, or are really intriguing, and I hope they continue to develop that. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed both
1: of them. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, I enjoyed that. I think that was also sort of the conversation that Echo and Hunter had at the end of the episode two of Echo telling him, you know, I want to do more. Mm-hmm. The guys, we want to do more. We want to yeah. stop doing, you know, just this treasure hunting.
0: Yeah, and I think that was one of the problems that I had with season one is like, this is all you're going to do? like you're going to be nothing but marauders are going to be mercs. So you're going to go around and like job after job after job and here, and they're addressing that right away.
2: Okay. All right. So moving on to, uh, episode three, was it a solitary clone? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had almost forgotten about crosshair actually. Um, but he is featured. He is the clone that is featured in this, uh, episode from uh, clone force 99. And we, now we get to see the serious inside look into what's happening with the boots on the ground empire. Um, which I think, I imagine, Chad, you probably enjoyed this. I love this episode. More. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting to ask you, too, when
3: they arrive on the planet at the beginning, is this the first time we've seen this kind of stormtrooper in the slightly mm-hmm. different armor?
1: We saw the McQuarrie at the end of last episode when they were on um, Mount Tantis. That's
3: right. And, yeah, that's going to ask. It was a Ralph McQuarrie. The Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Okay. So far, my favorite episode is this one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mine, too. Um and for lots of different reasons. So it you know, we see Hunter, um or not Hunter, I'm sorry, Crosshair. Uh he's waking up and he is alive. I had forgotten that guy he got left on that uh mm-hmm. that platform on Camino. By choice. Yep. Yep. And uh you know, we see some regs out there uh having their breakfast meal. And clearly they are not a fan of him because he comes and sits down and they move so mm-hmm. very high school <laughs> maneuver I mean but what do you expect clones have only been alive for what ten fifteen years at this point mm-hmm. so they are very much you know teenagers that should not be fighting a war but um, <laughs> there you have that that subtle reminder that they are still pretty much adolescents, uh, even though they're full grown ups with with ideas of their own and stuff mm-hmm. like that so. Um, and he gets called to Rampart's office.
3: Nothing worse than getting called right when you sit down to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, right? That sucks, man. Poor
2: Crosshair. Mm-hmm. I don't think. He Please can. report to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that voice was annoying, too. Like, so yeah. loud in high school speaker. Mr. Skinner. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. He reports to the principals. I mean, Rampart's office. <laughs> and uh, he is apparently, he has been off duty. Um, he just got cleared to be back on duty. Mm-hmm. And we get that's when we get informed he was on the planet. How many 39? 32. 32, 32, rotations mm-hmm. is what he called it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rampart was like, he still chose to come back. Okay, so, anyways, assigns him a new thing. He thinks he's getting uh, a unit to command, which he gets laughed at. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, hard. <This> guy,
3: <laughs> Slow down, Skippy, yeah, <laughs>
2: this guy. No, Not, not just uh, Crosshair, like Rampart, too. Like the condescension oh, is yeah. just unbelievable. Well,
0: he treats him like, you know, not like a, not like a, an, an individual. He treats him like a number. I mean, he calls him by his number. Yep. You know? So it's always, an, and that plays, when he comes back, that plays into it, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The dehumanizing of Correct. That, yeah. Correct. I
2: mean, they are just clones. After yeah, exactly. That sarcasm, in case you guys didn't pick up on that. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> are you making up so, words
0: again? What does that mean? Anyway.
2: So he gets uh, assigned uh, to a unit, and it's under someone we are familiar with, Commander Cody. Though he doesn't know that, <laughs> I hardly recognized
1: you, and I'm like, really, right. guy? Like yeah. really? Well, he was. <laughs> the in. antennas don't stick out. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, he didn't have the same paint but, job. But it wasn't yellow. Yeah, yeah. yellow
2: orange. Exactly.
1: He did have the same shoulder. Yeah. Same antenna, same helmet. The whole thing. It was just gray instead of yellow. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was kind of funny when it was like, I hardly recognize just like, come on.
2: (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a sense of humor too, apparently. Um, but yeah, so they are going, Oh, that's right. I, I forgot. We forgot the, the setup to, Mm -hmm. uh, episode three. Um, yeah, that's right. The uh, this is where we we're seeing the shift in tone, like even more so. Uh, we have this governor that shows up on a planet, and to let them know that they are there to take, you know, leadership of the planet. Another and, mining planet,
1: mm-hmm. and the
2: governor of the planet is there to inform them that we are now part of the empire. You can leave peacefully, and they refuse. Yeah, you then know, their normal political gobbledygook gar- jargon. Mm-hmm. And she hits a button, and lo and behold, we get to see some guys we haven't seen in a while. The yep. old battle droids come back yep. out. Um, which now, in hindsight, I should have realized that that meant we were going to get what we got later on in the episode, which I uh, thought was, was a fun little nostalgic reminder.
0: Oh, totally. As soon as I heard them, like, oh, cool. <laughs>
2: yep. Uh, so, you know, they, uh, they take uh, that guy into custody. I don't know what happened to the stormtroopers. They probably... I think they, they all got taken. This. They got taken because
3: yeah. as at, going back to the end, as you see them loading the ships, you see some of them like hanging over other troopers, like getting help.
2: I thought those were the ones that got were in the ship. Maybe oh, who when knows? They crashed. So, <laughs> anywho, um, but yeah, so that's the that's the setup to the episode. I forgot about that part. Kind of important because that's where <laughs> that's why <where> they go. <laughs> that's yeah. where Crosshair is going. Yeah. Um, so Crosshair, Cody, and Cody's unit uh, load up and head. So they're supposed to be. <laughs> They're supposed to be negotiating, but they're not going to mm-hmm. negotiate, which uh, they're just there to, to go and and suppress the, the whatever those people are, just yeah. shoot their way out, basically. Yep. Yep. They're just there to, to be a first strike team. Mm-hmm. And
3: this is where I started getting like, okay, the remaining clones, this is where they get sent as a suicide squad, basically like, Oh, because we're going to force ourselves in here, but not really waste our stormtroopers in case they resist, which, what well, we got from the, the the governor, they're already resisting. So, the, I mean, they're not dealing with negotiations. That's not even part of the uh, mm-hmm. idea.
0: Yeah. And, and, we get a little little uh, taste of, of the whole political thing is when those two regs were talking about oh they're going to vote on the what I forgot some kind of act and mm-hmm. it, basically I think it, it sounded like the feeling I got it was to to com- uh, continue to fund clones and he's like well I hope that you know hope they vote yes on it because then that's good for us and I'm like okay you're starting to see how. The empires beginning to move away from
2: clones and that makes total sense it's like well yeah, but that's a whole sham too it goes to show that they don't know what happened on Kamino because that they, there is no more cloning facilities yeah so yeah, well, no, yeah. it doesn't matter how the vote goes yeah so the yep. vote's obviously going to go no exactly exactly to cover up what they on exactly
0: exactly but it's all the intrigue that's beginning and all the little all the little little tidbits that, that we always wonder how we got from you know uh, episode three to episode four what all all the little strings that we can attach now, which are kind of cool. I I
2: enjoy that. The dark insidious Sith manipulation of the government, Mm -hmm. the galactic government. Yep. See, even that I found more interesting (laughs) than I did in all of Andor. Oh, this is terrible. (laughs) Sorry. I, ah, man, I, I, I hate saying anything bad about a star Wars thing because I don't want to feel like I'm um, pooping on people who did a good job in a series because you know all yep. the other stuff they did in Andrew was great, but I still can't. It's, I feel like it's such a low point. I'm right next to the first season of Bad Batch. Ooh. Anyway, owie. Yeah, that's me. All I'm right. not quite there, but yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I'm telling you. All right, any anyway, anyway, anyway. That's that's. I feel like Joe's giving you the evil eye here. across the table. I like know. really, dude?
0: No eyebrow itch. Nah, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: Uh, so anyway they they are uh heading in with intent to uh attack there's no negotiate they're going to uh what is it what, what what is it that uh Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon said aggressive, aggressive negotiations, negotiations. Yeah. that's it That's they're what I was thinking in. too negotiations with a sniper rifle yeah yep and all the blasters and everything yep um but the governor of a said planet and what was the, the Desix the, uh, thank you mm-hmm. Uh, the governor of desks is no fool and i feel like she has a connection to somebody else because she mentioned a name uh that she was a sister of and someone that was in the galactic republic uh senate or something like that because they tried to come up with a she said her sister tried to end the war peacefully with some legislature or something and they were just killed so um there's some backstory to that i haven't looked into it but i feel because she the name got mentioned a couple times so to me i feel like there's some significance to it um i could be wrong but i i'm reading on it right now
0: was during during the clone wars um senator mina bantra uh they put forth uh Peace negotiations with that. And I'm actually reading on that right now mm-hmm. as you we were talking okay. about it. So that was tied in with that. that was her, that's what she was referencing.
2: Right. So she's she's the sister of that senator. Yep. But she was a senator, right? Yeah. Yep. And now she's, so she's the governor of Desix. Um, but she knows that the the incoming Imperial ship is not there to negotiate. So mm-hmm. they don't even wait for it to land. Uh, she sets the droids out, the battle droids out, to go out there. And they blast it out of the sky. It comes crashing down. And at first it made me worry a little bit, like, oh, what? (laughs) Well, I guess Crosshair's going to live, but there's no way they're taking Cody out that way. Right, 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 yeah. So, no, we actually lost very few stormtroopers in that order clones well, i do not even sure who's behind the the uniforms at this point it, it's a These clone squad mm-hmm. entire clone squad okay and
3: this is why that's why i was like this is where they're like a suicide squad or yeah gotcha gotcha
2: we can throw them and away i, I was
1: kind of confused but then i picked up on it that that's how they tell the difference is they the recruits they armor in the Macquarie's and then all the clones they leave in phase three clone armor mm-hmm.
3: yeah
2: okay so, um, yeah, ship comes crashing down. They go check up on it. And typical old school clone style, it was a it was a trap. And they start blasting them as soon as the droids get a semi-comfortable with the situation, thinking that there's no threat. And, uh, yeah, and the old claim, uh, clone games are on with the battle droids. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is where we get a little bit nostalgic, which I enjoyed thoroughly. Um, we get to see some old school moves. We get to see the clones back in what they did so well uh, in the Clone Wars and fight battle droids. Get reminded how much of a badass crosshair is. Oh, yeah. Yep. We see him take out. And not to mention just nerves of steel, man. Yeah. This guy. He baits himself. Yeah. He does not <laughs> flinch at all. He knows what he's doing. Uh, the plans are are dangerous, but he's very, very well calculated. I um, mean, yeah, him taking out that tank with that with that uh, Beautiful. shot down mm-hmm. the center of the, the barrel. I was watching this with the kids last night, and when he did that, Cooper turned around and looked at me. He was like, well, he made the big O face, like, what? Yeah. He was so impressed with that. It was pretty funny to see. Yeah. Um, to see his reaction to it. Um, but yeah, he and he had a few moments in the show where he was like, what? Just no. eyes real big. Like, I can't believe that just happened. Um, So you know he takes it that's how they take that tank out and then they just proceed to march right on up and just you know uh crosshairs doing his thing he's sniping away at every every battle droid up on the the ramparts and the rest of the clones move up and again like i said old school clone wars era mm-hmm. watching the clones go to work and just taking apart the battle droid
3: i love seeing the attachment that Cody and the other when with a attachment on his blaster that sends the um pew.
1: The grappling gun. The grappling gun. Oh yeah. yeah!
3: I'm like that. That's like just old school. The first generation of Clone Wars with mm-hmm. the um, Samurai Jack creator, mm-hmm. uh, Gendi Tartarovsky. Yeah, like that style clone. Mm-hmm. The, that was pretty awesome.
2: Yep, yep. Um, and if you know, and of course they're going to be well suited to to take out all the battle droids in here because this is what they're used to fighting. They have so much muscle memory fighting these guys, mm-hmm. um, and even in the worst of situations, I mean, we get they heard the droid deck is coming up. And they were fighting them at point-blank range, and that's no easy thing for them to do. Uh, They still had some... Which surprised me, but they still had some poppers mm-hmm. left that they happened to carry. I mean, did they just come prepared for everything? Is that what they do? <laughs> Apparently. Like, it's like their, their bat belt, you know? I'm like, what have I got in here? Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, taking out some of those things like that. The other part where my son had a big reaction was when they uh, attached one of those poppers to the battle droid and then shot the battle droid. <gasps> so he slowly sunk into the shield yeah. and then took out the droid deck. That was cool. Yeah. It was very cool. My son was like, how did they do that? I didn't know they could do that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. Uh, and as much as I'm complaining about the set to stun, I'm—I mean, because I don't know. I guess I like like action violence, but <laughs> we're getting it with the battle droids, where it takes out the first trooper and it hits him, but he's like nailing him like ten times before he even hits the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yep. this was a awesome, This was a really cool scene.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, it was it was a really fun running gunfight. Uh, we did see some of the the clone troopers did or the stormtroopers now uh, you know they did bite the bullet they did lose a few of them here and there um, one of them dropping all the grenades uh, almost took out Cody with him uh, if it wasn't for Crosshair pulling him back that would have been the end of Cody too mm-hmm. um, so uh, we come down to the very final fight they're, they're um, zoning in on the uh, lead droid what, what, what's the tactical their, droid? The tactical the tactical, tactical droid,
3: droid, yeah. Yeah, because crosshair mentions I like, he they that he didn't have the uh shot from outside. No line but of sight. once he shoots in, then that it's game over.
2: Pretty much, yeah, yeah, because he is the one that is controlling all the droids. You know, which is what, you know, again, they know what they're doing. He's they, the flag, basically. Yep, <laughs> Get the flag. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, have lots of experience fighting <clears throat> fighting battle droids, so uh it might have been a, a different thing if that had been fighting. A mercenary unit that wasn't all battle droids or something but this was right in their wheelhouse so uh they were pretty much destined to win this fight i i believe um but the fight up the spiral stairs too pretty intense mm-hmm. stuff man they were in and activating the assassin droids yeah and they had a lot of them <laughs> like mm-hmm. that was a lot of assassin droids that, that was coming out of the woodworks i felt um but we get to see Crosshairs, good old trick shot through the little mirror puck things. That was, mm-hmm. So cool, right? Again, that <laughs> yeah. was another. That was when he gets that final shot and clears the room with that ricocheting shot. My son, again, like what? Throw it in the room, big.
3: where? Just anywhere,
1: anywhere. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. That was another. Yeah, moment of I can't believe that just happened. Uh, but yeah, so that they they end up finishing up the fight, clearing it all out. And uh, once they have control of the very top of the room there, you know, they start, they're about to start making plans for finding the governor and out comes the, governor, the actual governor of the planet. Um, what was her name?
0: Uh, it is, hold on one second.
2: Uh, Tawny. Tawny Ames. Right. She comes out with the blaster to the Imperial guy's head, Imperial officer's head. Um, So she is still trying to just get them out of there. Just leave. We're not part of the empire. Cody starts talking and we see some of the influence that despite the fact that uh, he had to go through order 66, um, I feel like it was some of the influence that he received from his years of being with the Jedi. Mm hmm Uh specifically Obi Wan, you know. Uh him he he starts talking to her, says that we can figure out a peaceful way to do it. He puts his guns down, he takes off his helmet, he talks to her, da, da, da. makes Crosshair to do the same thing. And uh well put the gun down. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think he takes his helmet off. Yeah. No. Um you know and and talks to her like a reasonable person says that we can you know we can figure something out it you know and gets her to let go of the the imperial officer the imperial governor and he immediately starts saying execute her i want her dead blah 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 and cody's like i said i just promised her that we're going to talk about this he's like i didn't i'm giving you an order Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and that's when we hear that fatal blast and it's not cody it's crosshair yep which I'm pretty sure we all saw that coming, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Knew it was gonna be him. Second he started yelling about orders, that's when that's like his trigger, like, okay, I'll do whatever whatever I'm being ordered to do. Um, because good soldiers follow orders. And um another dark moment, the new governor, the imperial governor,
3: string her up in this. Yeah, put city. her body out <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: in the courtyard. I want everyone to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, that that's straight up evil, you know, dictator stuff right there. So, um, you know, and that guy seemed like he was such a little candy, candy ass the entire time. Like a little didn't know. It was very afraid of. He seemed like really super squeamish. And Even afraid. when they're flying in, he was all yeah. nervous mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you said, you know, squeamish. Yeah, stuff. But then the second that he was in control or whatever, it was like full on evil kill, kill, kill thing. And I was like, jeez. These guys are just I mean they what they they have to be picked and put in place because they know that's how they're gonna react and that's why they want them there. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna that's gonna be their reaction. Kill first, think about it later. Um so then we see how there are a ton of stormtroopers all over the place now. Here comes a Calvary. Yep. After it's all said and done, uh, and you know we can we see the wheels are turning in Cody's head again. You know the uh, animation team doing very good job with the facial expressions. Um, they get back to the Imperial base, and uh, I I don't even know where that is. Was that where where are they stationed? Are they? I'm assuming they're on Coruscant, right?
1: Just from looking at Rampart's office, it's just yeah, all that city. window, the window. Okay, well, I mean,
2: but yeah. Um, but he does have a moment of talking with Crosshair and, uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty important point that he made, you know, and I think it goes to show that he probably has a lot of guilt about order 66. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, he tells him that he has Crosshair. He goes, you know what the difference is between us and the battle droids is that we can make a choice. And we have to live with the consequences.
3: Yeah. You know. And going back to the first meeting, and he was aware that the other uh, uh, Force 99, you know, took off on their own. Crosshair said, yeah, Rex too. So, I mean, he's kind of laying down the foundation to where Cody could be headed, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, later on.
2: I think he was wanting to see how uh, Crosshair was yeah. feeling about all that. Because yeah. I... I it's not like he came to it to that at that moment. I think what happened there was the the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, it was the final thing he needed to see to say, I need to get out of here. This mm-hmm. is not yeah. okay. Um, and that goes into the whole thing. Like, I've, I've never been in the military or served anything like that. But I definitely understand that soldiers do follow orders. But they are also supposed to know that those orders are good good and right orders too that's when they follow them you know they're not supposed to have a soldier that doesn't think Mm. that's the big difference between you know a robot and a conscious living human being Mm -hmm. that they know that something that they're doing is right and that's why they follow those orders and that that's a huge difference but using that excuse of i did whatever because i'm just following orders that's not that's garbage Mm -hmm. in my book so
0: well, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that is coming into play. If you don't have faith in your commanders anymore, then, then what are you doing? And, I mean, that definitely played in with Cody. You know, I can't. He went there and he saw, you know, he did what he thought was right. And then to have it fly in his face, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can't. That totally was a straw. I'm like, I'm out. You know, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I'm gone. Well, because they, they mentioned other people had been deserting Mm-hmm. So yep. and now Cody joined the, the ranks of the people that left.
3: Yep. Yeah, oh, because Cody even not by name, but even mentions like, yeah, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of um clones mm-hmm. have gone off on their own. Yep. So
2: um well him seeing you know he was he his attitude was that the Empire was there to bring peace. Mm-hmm but clearly seeing that that wasn't the case. It wasn't to bring peace. Their their version of peace was not the real version of peace that anybody would want. No, it's control, yeah. not, not peace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, so, you know, he, he saw enough of it on his own, which to me just says he was never a bad... It, it goes into that whole thing. Do you <laughs> do you forgive the clones for Order 66 mm-hmm. because they couldn't help it, you know? Yeah. And the ones that do leave, you know? But then again, you... That chip is still in there. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah.
3: But like once I once that order was activated, then does it like wear out? You know what I mean? Kind yeah. Of, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, they yeah. start getting conscious again as time
2: goes on. Right. Do they activate it? Can they activate it again? And then I mean, but it's so it's so obvious too. Like everybody talks about order sixty six like, you know, no big deal. Like we yeah, okay.
0: Well, I mean, I think I think we get we get a um a hint because now the empire is moving away, so I think they probably know. Either they don't want to deal with it anymore, or they don't want to pay for it anymore, or it they know it's not going to work anymore. You know, so the movement away from the clone. Because if if they could control that, I feel like they would continue with the clones. But I think they feel like okay, we can't anymore, or whatever it is. We, probably they don't want to pay for it. I mean, if we're going to go in that, but it has that kind of whole thing where. You can't control them. We know we can't control them. We'd rather indoctrinate the the new people coming in and Mm -hmm. get them mentally indoctrinated into the Empire, the Empire, the Empire. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to worry about having the conflicting odds of having the clones who were there to justice and peace for the galaxy. And then now we're justice and peace with an iron boot. Is that the right way to do that? And so it's it's that's the way I look at it. Like this is Definitely. The Empire going, no, we're going to now indoctrinate the new people coming in so that all they hear is Empire, Empire, Empire. And the clones, we don't care. We don't pay for them. If they die, no skin off our backs. We're,
2: We're good. Well, it's that whole, it's a lot easier to, to have new people come in thinking it's always been this way than having correct someone in mm-hmm. there that's comparing what it used to be to what it is now. So Yeah,
0: because that even came up too. I think they kind of hinted around about like how it's now and that kind of thing. So yeah. definitely they're all, the, the
2: discussion is there pre-order 66 and now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So And we don't find out Cody's gone until uh, the next morning when we see Crosshair uh, getting up again. Uh, he seems to already be awake before his his mm-hmm. wake up light comes on, and uh, again at breakfast, getting called to the principal. I mean, ramparts office. Yeah. <laughs> and but uh, it's
3: French toast day. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's it though? I Living don't think. mush day. <laughs> Probably <laughs> every day was mush day. Uh, anyway, um, and he's getting assigned to something else, and he asks, "What about Commander Cody?" And he's rampart's like, "Who?" And he so he tells him by the he's like, "Oh, he." MIA or not? A wall, A wall. He's like, so much for the clones' famed uh, loyalty. Loyalty. Thank you. Wow, man, <laughs> my brain. I watched just, it I'm this, morning, so. this morning. Not working
1: this
2: morning. just just getting stuck on the words today. I don't know what's going on. All right. Anyway, but yeah, so much for the for the clones' famed loyalty, and uh, I couldn't tell if it made Crosshair like think about it more or just go, well, that's a traitor again, and if he's just. Still full on. Because <laughs> he, he says something like, oh, that, that's
3: another
0: clone that was around you that he's
2: mm-hmm. gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Hmm. I don't know, man. I I, I have a feeling we're going to get a redemption arc with Crosshair. I think I said it. when We talked about it for season one. We probably will.
3: I hope not. I'm tired of villains having redemption arcs.
0: They're like, can you just be bad? And yeah. We're just going to let you. We're going to kill you. Is that what just like, well, I mean- just kill him. We're good. <laughs> But but this scene was where, where
3: I was talking about where when you mentioned about how great the animation is and facial, so when he he's like looking down at his tablet, um, rampart rampart thank you, and he's like, like after he's done talking and Crosser's just still standing there mm-hmm. and he just looks down and looks at it, the way his eyes are he's like you're dismissed, mm-hmm. but I mean the detail mm-hmm. of the animation on facial expressions I mean yeah they're they're doing
2: great. Yeah, so they, it's something that I've noticed. Anyway, uh, story ends there. Episode three ends there, and um, right, that is where mm-hmm. it ends. Yeah, yep. it shows. Yeah, it shows Crosshair just walking down a hallway. Yep, and and then it just goes to black screen. So um, we get a huge glimpse into what's going on with the Empire and the clones, and how they're moving the treatment of the clones, how they're moving away from clones and moving into recruits instead. Um, which I, it's a great storyline. I think it's something that we've all wanted to see how it how it happened and played out. So we're getting that. I think we're still going to get some more of that. I don't think that particular bit of it is over yet. Um, yeah, because
3: according to the trailers, I mean, it looks to be very empire heavy, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm hoping that it's just not a like hey look at what's but it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Just like it's going to happen one episode where the emperor's there, the Mount Tantas again, and mm-hmm. all this stuff, but. Hopefully,
2: we'll see. Yeah. So so far so good. They're doing. Seem like they definitely kicked up the uh, storytelling abilities. Um, they found their groove and they're moving on, uh, moving forward in a good way, which is what we were all hoping for at the end of season mm-hmm. one. And um, and I'm thinking that that they're pretty much doing that. Um, just the fact that it's got a darker tone to it. I don't know if that's really a good thing for something that's supposed to be animated. I think I think we've all gotten over, or most people have gotten over the fact that animated stuff is just for kids, right? Oh, totally. I hope. I hope. Um, so we're okay with some of these, you know, a little bit of a darker storyline. My kids enjoyed the show, too, um, even though, you know, Cooper, I didn't realize that they didn't watch the first season of Bad Batch. They weren't interested, but now he wants hmm. to know what happened. So he's... I'm telling him that he can go and watch season one whenever he wants. So he might end up doing that if he, if season two goes uh, well enough and gets him interested enough to want to know what's who these characters are.
3: Yeah, I've been off the whole even Star Wars is for kids because I'm like, you know, we're, I'm in my forties and I'm still watching this. Yep. <laughs> it's like I could care less about
2: it, yep. if it's for kids or not. It's uh, Star Wars is multi generation. Yeah, at this exactly. Point. That's just how it is. It's too much in the in the fabric of the of society mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to just be for kids. Yeah, Yeah. Um, as we have, you know, four I mean, grown men sitting around talking about <laughs> Star Wars. So. Do
3: you have to read the comics? No. Do you have to watch the animated shows? No. Does it help out with certain things that you like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and like I said, this is a good waiting room for Mando season three.
2: <laughs> I, I think I would call it more than that at this point. Oh, well, yeah. But, but, but yeah, no. I mean, we that's what we've all been waiting for is Mando season three. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, um, I did notice that the animation itself Has gone up also. It's not doesn't have that clone war uh, kind of Feel to it the way they shaded everything that that kind of look has gone away It's getting much closer to a a realistic look Um, some of the um, there were a few times where the guys from Bad Batch were standing there, and if it wasn't for the fact that they had an animated head on, it looked like that uniform could have been in a live action mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. screenshot. You know, um, so the animation is definitely getting better and better, and I feel like a more realistic look, especially
3: with landscapes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, um, and I know that's got to be a conscious decision that they're doing. Uh, to make it look more realistic, um, I mean the all the surfaces are are smoother. Uh, the lighting is is more realistic lighting. Uh, just the entire look of it is, is all getting better. So
3: yeah, the style is almost between Clone Wars and Rebels,
2: which mm-hmm. that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was pleased to see that that they're you know upping that part of the whole thing. Uh, the music. I, you know, I don't know if it's a good thing when it plays seamlessly into the background and you just enjoy what's happening without noticing too much or if it stands out a little bit more and you notice it. But right now, there isn't anything about the music that's sticking out in my mind. No.
3: No. One thing that Kevin Kiner does really good, though, and is he... I mean, I know Star Wars is known for themes and like just epic you know, blasts, but at the right time, even with John Williams and a lot of the, the current conductors, um, composers, They also know when to dial it down mm-hmm. that fits for the scene, because I thought the music was great and perfect for this episode. It fit the tone, but does it stand out? But then we'll get the that the hero themes, you know, when mm-hmm. when it needs to kick in. So and, and, you know, listening to Kiner for years since Clone Wars and Rebels and even like Peacemaker, he he's, he's he knows when to, like I said, turn it up and turn it down.
2: You know what? I take it back. There are a couple of points where I do remember the, the music standing out more. Um, at the very end of episode two, when that it's playing out between uh, Rampart and uh, the clone commander, or the unit commander, um, and the music playing there. And I got a feeling of a very like uh, dystopian, like Blade Runner mm-hmm. kind of feel uh, with that music playing. And again, that was happening again at, in uh, the end of uh, chapter or episode three. Yeah to that type of music that darker kind of feel which I think helped make it feel obviously I mean music that's what music does in episodes feel like it's a darker turn to the story so yeah no that yeah that does stick out I forgot about that so um yeah all right voice acting as always is you know very well done and again we keep talking about the animation because it's an animated show but not just how it looks but the the movement of all the characters, the facial expressions of all the characters, all that stuff is very, very well done. So Yeah, so kudos to the team. The season season two of Bad Batch team is doing uh far so far a great job, I think. Uh, action packed. Mm, haven't been bored with any ridiculous uh staring off into the sunset stuff. Um yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I did season one so far. So what about you, Chad?
1: Yeah, so far. I mean, I would take the third episode alone overall of season one.
2: All right. Udi?
0: Oh, I, I completely agree with Chad. Uh, the I enjoy the, the tone that it looks like we're getting if they maintain this through and continue with the story arc. I mean, already on a better trajectory overall than season one. So, yeah, I'm I'm digging it so
2: far. I agree I, with Chad. I don't even add, need to <laughs> ask. No. I know he likes it. Sorry. <laughs>
3: no, no. I, I, I would agree with Chad. I would take definitely chapter three over all of season one with the exception of the uh, Cad Bay and Chan episode. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, That was a good one. Yeah. That, what, that, that, was, that is
3: still to me the peak of Bad
2: Batch. Their best episode. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so storyline. We are all definitely wanting the uh, treasure hunting days to go away. And which mm-hmm. it looks like that's what they're they're moving to, and see where they're going to head. Uh, if they're going to join up with the rebellion, how they're going to fight the empire in their own way. Uh, are they going to have more clones that are leaving the empire, join up with them? Will they find Cody at some point? We've Co- yet to see Wolf and Gregor from Rebels, right? So right, we haven't seen them. Is uh, is are Rex and Cody going to join up again, and uh, have maybe a Think about that. A little bit of a knockdown conversation? or <laughs> Think about gonna that gonna one. Talk with their fists. They're going to talk with their words. What do you I think
1: mean you bit still of both. have a chip?
0: Yep. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit of both. Can you imagine that? Comp- oh, man. Never mind. I'm going to stop because I'm like, ooh. That would be cool to see. Ooh, I'm
3: high picturing high a, a high five similar to Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, and Predator. <laughs> where they just high five each other and start <laughs> flexing on each other. Yeah. Could Speaking be. of Carl Weathers, happy birthday to Grief Karga.
2: Oh, really? It's his birthday. Didn't know that. Yes. Cool. (laughs) Happy birthday to him. Mm -hmm. All right. Man, we could just Mandalorian on the brain. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What's coming? Well, that was part of my little news thing, but that was a nice
3: little segue perfectly.
2: All right. Well, since you segue, go ahead.
0: Well... Oh, what do we want to talk about? The other rumor? Udi had a nice little rumor. Oh, the rumor. The rumor oh, continues to in. be. We're
2: moving on to rumors.
3: We're moving now. on to rumors. Okay. okay so. so
0: the rumor continues to be about Kathleen Kennedy. They're continuing to swirl. I know. I know. And it, all the things. It's beginning to. The tidal wave sounds like it's beginning to build. That June, she's done. The rumor. Latest rumor is she went into Iger and said, "Hey, I'm gonna. I want to do XYZ. Uh, And he went like, um, no. And it's different from this time because she went into Iger. And I would have thought that Iger would have been more of like, okay, cool. We're on board. Like, let's keep this going because I like you. And now the rumor is like Iger said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. That it was not and her contract was extended, not renewed, which is a subtle difference, but a good one, significant one. That's really only it. And everybody knows I have no love for this woman. So anytime (laughs) I hear like she's going to be gone, I get a little happy. I'm going to try to keep keep from getting too happy over it, but there you go. There's more to it now. There's, there is more being added on from different people. So just anyway. that
1: Iger's back. I find it more believable just because he's obviously not happy with what Disney's been producing on all fronts. Correct.
0: We could go off on a whole tangent about what's been the rumor. Board meetings, who's been fired. CEO got fired from Disney also. Got relieved of duty. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of things going on that are going to affect, I think, uh, Star Wars. Um, from here going forward, it's gonna be interesting to see how, obviously, but it, we're definitely gonna have the shakeups are gonna be affecting what we see,
1: in my opinion. I have already seen pushback from like Gen Zers calling Iger a boomer because he's forcing Disney employees to go back into the workplace. Yeah, and I saw that. About yeah, they're like, no,
0: that you, you get you get you have to work forty, you have to work in the office at least four days, and if yeah. you don't, like, you can take Friday off away from now. You got to work, and I'm like, yeah, you cannot do every job. From home, I know I you can't. Just can't. I'm the one building <laughs> that thing, so I can't. You know, not
2: to mention, not everybody on the planet is self motivated enough to work from home. The way that I feel like so many people, <laughs> I do, and don't get me wrong, I know people that only work from home. They telecommunicate all the time, and but I also know that they are self-motivated mm-hmm. hard people and yes. can do it i don't have a single problem with people who can do that it's everyone else who's trying to just get paid to stay home those are the ones i have an issue well, with so i think they're I think, the ones that all that get back to the office thing yeah. is aimed at because yeah. not everybody can do that from home well I'm, i think the people who excel at home are say
0: same ones that say you got to come back to the office all right mm-hmm. they like, have no problem with it like okay Mm-hmm. I'll work. I, work is work and I need to work. If I can do it from home, cool. If I have to go in the office to do it, then cool. I'll go. Exactly. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I, I heard that too. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh I ever like, Oh man, <laughs> you got, you got anything? Yeah. I, I
3: got a couple uh, news and rumors. I'm going to blast with them real quick though. Uh, so it came out that uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are working on a, a new secret project. code name ghost track 17. Hmm. And so, of course, how people do, they investigate what this is, and there's a couple of reports saying they think Ghost Track 17 is, forget which album it was, but there's a Beatles album that had a ghost track. And then later on, when it got re-released, they didn't turn that into a ghost track, and that track 17 is called Her Majesty. So the thought is, uh, after season three, and after Ahsoka, we might be getting a Bo-Katan show. (laughs)
1: So, oh, I'd rather have a lay show. I would rather. Ha- I, I would too.
0: I'm not gonna lie, but, but. Either one. When you say Her Majesty, I, I think of Leia. Leia. That's what I thought right away. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, Leia prequel? Like her life on Coruscant coming up? With like, little I'd Leia. be down for that. I yeah, and
1: I'd down be with down with Leia. Either I mean, one, though. I'd we be... said that in Obi-Wan, we're like, give us this Teenage Leia show. We would watch it as Yeah, one I'd, man. I'd, I'd, one I'd one watch one. it because we like. I Princess Leia is like
0: our princess. that's yeah. never going to go away. And anything to add to her legacy in a good way, I am i don't think anybody's yeah. going to be like, no,
3: no. And think I didn't say. even think
0: about I was just, oh, with everybody talk about Boca Town being that
3: we're so close to 3? Yeah, he's always. It's like Mando's Mando. Mando
2: on the brain.
3: And so another thing coming out, we know that Damon Lindelof he's a producer. He's produced stuff like Lost House, mm-hmm. uh, Watchmen. Apparently the rumor is that movie is being filmed. It's not. That's already I'm out. hearing the exact opposite. Continue. Okay. Continue. It's starting to film this April. And the director's the I forget her name is the director of Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh but then there's no cast has been announced yet or anything, but it most likely for a celebration announcement.
0: So just to add to the rumor mill, I heard the exact opposite that Kathleen Kennedy was using that as her crux to stay longer. And I said, uh, no. no, we're not going to do that. And we're not going to do that because there's no other proof. Nobody has proof. And Disney hasn't officially from Disney channels said that they're making that movie. What so movie? it's interesting. What movie? The Star Secret Landaloth. Like it's it's, a, it's just a new Star a new, Wars movie. Uh, the next project. Since all the ones that have been killed, like Rogue Squadron, the one with Taiko Waititi, all those that, that we had heard about. The Game of Thrones guys. They get, yeah, they're all, from what anybody can tell, they're dead. They're not happening. So this was the next one coming down the pipe. And now Now I'm hearing that that isn't happening either. <laughs> Rumor mill, rumor mill. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun.
2: So now that you're on the topic of things that have been killed, um, what things are for sure, like, either just about done or about to release? So obviously, obviously, no, just Star Wars stuff. Okay, okay. Because it wasn't just Star Wars movies that got killed. It was a few shows that they they stopped, too. So we have Mando Season 3, obviously, is coming. Ahsoka is coming. Skeleton Crew. For sure. Skeleton crew, okay. Uh-huh. Skeleton crew, and then it there's the uh, the acolyte,
0: the acolyte. That's that one's still moving yeah, forward. They have a cast. Year. They have everything. Yep.
2: What about and then the animated stuff? Visions. Visions. That one's Vision that one's a go. The, yep.
3: The droid animated one that's been in. I actually haven't heard about that. One. I
0: haven't heard about that one either. Um, because I got like teased and then disappeared. You heard nothing else beyond that. Yeah.
3: So that that's all that's out right now. Yep. So there's it.
0: five things for sure coming. Yep. Yeah. And that only takes us into next year.
2: And all these five things are coming in this year. Yeah. Except Acolyte. Acolyte is early next year, I believe. Okay, so four things this year mm-hmm. and Bad Batch has already hit. So And we don't have so anything getting, on skeleton crew though.
0: I don't think we're gonna get any It's did, a winter release. Winter, okay, okay. Hmm. Which could get could get pushed back at any yeah, point. Yeah, it could be time, anywhere from November to January. Yep. That's all we've Water. got confirmed. Okay. And out of at and out of Disney official Disney channels, like I said, that that one with Lindelof was has never been announced through Disney. Yeah. channels. that's why a lot of people went like, hold on, and
3: P- Patty Jenkins says Rogue Squadron's isn't dead. It was just, but I mean, that's yeah. it's, that was a whole thing after the whole DC thing, which is another show. Yeah, so, that's a whole other. I thing mean, another, another episode. Yeah,
0: so. we could talk all day long about all that. I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> no, I know. I, I know I could. I doesn't mean you guys want to. Um,
3: yeah. Then another thing, uh, this just was kind of going around the circle last night, but it makes sense. Uh, Monday, uh, the 16th, a uh, new trailer for Mando Season 3 uh, coming out, most likely during the playoff game. It's Super super, uh, super Weekend. or Super
1: Wild Card Weekend. Yeah,
3: because uh, they added two more games. And it's uh, Cowboys versus Buccaneers Monday yeah. night. And... ESPN. They did this last week with the new Ant Man trailer. So yeah. Now that we're getting to the games that people are every even if you're not a typical fan, people are watching these specific uh, games more more likely than not. So I will be. It
1: doesn't hurt that Disney owns ESPN. Yeah.
3: Well, there's that too. you will yeah. see for how much longer. But that's another topic too. Oh my anyway. lord. Uh, one more real quick. Apparently, John Williams is not retiring mm-hmm. from music Perfect too. Uh, he's ninety now he's like, "You know what I've heard ninety is you know is the best ten years of your life <laughs> so <laughs>
0: and and also awesome. that and also he said that he was uh and this was a, uh maybe a month ago composing a new end score for the Indiana Jones movie, yeah that they were, and as he put it, I think it was in Germany when he was doing a concert, and he said, "Yeah, they're filming it right now, and I went, "Huh, I thought that movie was in the can already." so that made a lot of people go what is going on but yeah he said he was going in he that next misspoke. week spoke no no it was pretty when you listen to it he's talking about it they're doing it right now i'm going in next week to go record it like it was not like misspoken it was like a full-on fleshed out thought so i'm like no, no no i mean about the
2: movie being filmed like oh that it, yeah that normally could be the, score to a movie after it's been filmed like they have all the footage yeah right, but he said he's yeah. going back in specifically for the new and, end yeah, yeah
0: for the new end Anyway, so but oh that's God. cool. I, yeah. I mean, more more John Williams. I'm, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hopefully,
3: we'll see him at the Hollywood Bowl
0: before he gets too oh, old. God, that would be great.
3: <laughs> um,
0: 90 <laughs> isn't too old already? Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Good Lord. Joey, what's too old to you? A hundred?
0: I, I, no. no, he's, he's going to be like, I'm a hundred and let's compose this thing, man. <laughs> he's just going to be like, He's going to be like Hawking's and just sit there and be able to control it with his mind or with his hand or something and just start typing out the thing. I bet you can get to where you can hum it and it'll come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this isn't like real news. I'm almost done here. Uh, this isn't like real news, but
3: uh, this, at the end of the month, uh, January 28th, is a MouseCon in uh, Bakersfield. I'll be going to this one. Um, so they got a couple guests, but th- this is kind of cool. So uh, two of the guests are uh, Grow Group Puppeteers, Tamara Carlson and on Ding Dinger, did she,
0: do, she did his face, right?
3: I think I'm not sure. They have just a picture. I got to go, ga- go back to I got to go back to the gallery because we talk go, about you it. You can ask. Yeah, well, I am going. I, I got a table there for my Disney Universe podcast. And Sweet. then the young, this is because I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the young kid that played uh, young Din Jarden is going to be there. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Adam Basil. He's a. Uh, he's known to be a. Um, He's the main Dark Trooper in Rogue One. Okay, so the one that's shown prominently, probably holding the little stuffed animal or whatever. So, and uh, the guy that played Fixer in the Book of Boba Fett, the the deep cut with Fixer and um, Luke's friends, basically from the deleted scenes from A New Hope. Oh, that, um, that were in the bar. Yeah, were, yeah. Well, oh, I can't think of his name, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: that guy's going to be there.
3: So, oh. pretty cool. So if you're in the Bakersfield area. Uh, wanna see his baby or oh my god almost
0: it's been a while I'm gonna grab Brogan a and throw that at you.
3: Uh, specifically and me say hi and of course we're going to be part of Star Wars Podcast Day number three once again mm-hmm. and that'll be uh, February 7th
0: oh yeah that <laughs> yeah we gotta get that going that's all I got we gotta record that sweet
2: <laughs> okay cool well thanks Joe yeah for yeah. all those news and rumors okay well, Chad, you want to add anything to anything? I got nothing. Okay.
3: <laughs> Star That's Wars action figures are coming back to Target. It seems like so. <laughs> uh, wave
1: Target. Wave 2 of Squadron should be later this year.
3: Target
2: does have the uh, Disneyland section, Disney toy section in their store. So, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. So and yeah. one day I got the Obi-Wan Black Series where he's in his blue outfit. I got a Mando Season 2 record and a couple other little things. <laughs>
2: So. i feel like this is something we talk about not while we're recording i
3: know <laughs> it just came up i'm just excited
1: <laughs> i do notice all the andor figures are peg
2: warmers so shocked <sighs> yep i'm shocked uh, that i don't think that's gonna get a season two wait is it already, it already has already it already yeah in? yeah already there maybe they'll be like the animated series and season two will be better <laughs> can only hope But it's gonna be different but yeah, well, doesn't better. mean better. <laughs> I hope better. <laughs> yeah, me too. Better. Yeah. and again, apologies Agreed. to those of you out there that really like the Andor series. I'm just, I can't help myself. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, it just proves that, dang
1: it, that you think for yourself and you don't have to follow orders if you that's, don't want. That's to. right. There you go. Good <laughs> Star Wars fans follow orders.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's great.
2: <laughs> Throw your money at all of it. Yep okay alright so season uh, episode four do we have a title faster faster what Yep. wow so many jokes directed by say. George Lucas more intense <laughs> <laughs> more intense faster uh, that was his directing style which is hilarious yeah people okay. know that yeah yeah <laughs> okay so we'll do this faster next week ha <laughs> ha see what I did God. Dad joke coming in hot. Okay. Wah, wah. Um all right, so with that uh from this cover to four. This is the way.
1: This is, is the way. way.